Welcome to The Light Within, a podcast for anyone seeking to rewrite their life, live in their light, and align with their soul's highest purpose. I'm Leslie Draffin. I'm a certified microdosing practitioner, menstrual cycle coach, and feminine embodiment mentor. And I'm on a mission to break taboos around women's bodies, periods, and psychedelics. On this show, we're exploring all things spirituality, sexuality, mysticism, and empowerment. Come along as I interview other coaches, teachers, healers, and thought leaders about all the ways we can feel more tuned in, turned on, and lit up AF. If you're on a journey towards self-discovery, you've come to the right place. This is The Light Within. Hello, beautiful beings, and thank you so much for joining me for this episode of The Light Within. I am so excited about today's chat. It is... On the surface, a little different than some of the ones we've had before, but underneath, it is really about empowerment. It is about finding yourself and doing the inner work to feel confident in who you are. I'm so excited to have with me on the show today a personal stylist, Brigitte Katenian, who I met through The Well, which if you've listened to last week's episode with Rachel Melinda, you'll know all about The Well. But when I first heard Brigitte speak in that membership about finding your personal style, I knew I wanted to talk with her about how all of us can feel more empowered simply by putting on clothes each day. That is why I titled this episode Dressing for Your Highest Self, because one thing I have learned over the last few months is that when you really adopt this be her now perspective of life, when you dress like the version of yourself that you want to project into the world, you actually do feel a lot better, right? And so Brigitte today talks a lot about what personal style really is, how she helps her clients really start to do the inner work to feel confident enough to maybe change their style. We talk a bit about the armor of fitting in that some of us put on to just sort of blend in, not raise any, you know, feathers, not raise any issues, and why that's kind of the last thing you want to do when it comes to really projecting this empowered and confident version of you out into the world. So I really hope you love this conversation. I loved speaking with Brigitte. Um, also because, you know, I have gone through some massive body changes in the last two years. It's been really fucking difficult for me to find clothes that fit, um, for me to find clothes I even like, and for me to even feel confident enough to to look at myself in the mirror in those dressing rooms, right? Like we've always been there. Um, We've all been there. Uh, I'm sure at times when we've tried something on and we look at it under those lights and we're just like, ick. So I feel like this is just a beautiful and empowered conversation for anyone, but especially those of us who maybe feel like we could do a little style upgrade as the season changes or just as we change and evolve as humans. So please join me in welcoming Brigitte to the Light Within podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. It's so great to be here. So the first question I ask everyone is what ignites your light within? Women realizing that their superpower comes from their femininity. For me, that's feeling like looking like the most unapologetic version of myself. So leaning into my personality, putting that out in the world and seeing other women do the same thing and other men do the same thing as well. I find it so encouraging for the people around me and the people around them to lean into their personality and their unique differences also. Mm, 
I love that. I love that. And so we actually connected through this amazing group that were in The Well by Rachel Melinda, who was just on the podcast. And you are a specialist in something that I'm really trying very hard to find for myself. So I was a TV news anchor for 15 years and I had TV version of Leslie and I knew exactly what to wear on television. Like I had met with multiple stylists and consultants, like my on-air fashion was on point. And then (laughs) anytime I was not on air, it was like I'd show up to work in jeans and a t-shirt or sweats. And since being off of television for the last year plus, shit is just, um, rough. So (laughs) I reached out so that we can talk about, you know, how important personal style is not just for being in the corporate world, but for kind of what you just said, helping us feel our most authentic selves. So please introduce yourself a little bit more about the work you do. um, And then we'll jump right in. So my name is Brigitte Katinian. I'm a personal stylist. And my approach is to help women reconnect with themselves by matching their look to their lifestyle or the career that they're after. And the way that I do this is by digging into their unique personal style, um, which is so different for everybody, (laughs) even though we see all these trends and we just see so many influencers just looking like each other. Um, And I know the importance of reflecting somebody's personal brands in the outfit they wear every day. So When I say every day, I mean outside of that work persona and outside of that work identity, because it's so easy and I've fallen into this myself and it's something that I had to work through. It's so easy to identify with your job, with your job, with your role in life. I see this with career women. I see this with moms. And we just become this identity and we forget about the rest of the life (laughs) that Mm -hmm. we need to live. And so it's so easy to really focus in and yeah, just like nail your, your corporate wardrobe. And then when it comes to hanging out with somebody with hanging out with friends at a barbecue or just doing something that's not work related, you're like, I'm wearing biker shorts and a t-shirt again. (laughs) Absolutely. Are you in my closet? Because that's literally, yeah, we're going to get all into that. And so I love that, right? The way that you're able to help folks see all the little aspects of themselves as part of their style. And I'd love to hear like, what brought you to this work? What's, what's your personal style story? It's a... It's an interesting one that goes a little bit like how you would think. <laughs> so I've loved clothes since I can remember. Mm-hmm. Being being a kid, my mom and I would just go to thrift stores and we would like rifle through bags and we would just like come home in these halls, right? Of like, I found something in my size and whatever wasn't our size, we would pick up for like friends and family and we would have this big laundry party and try on and it was just like the best connection time. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was such a riot. And I love that. And I always had growing up these different clothes that people were like, Oh, I love that. Be like, yeah, I got it at a thrift shop. You can't have this. Um, (laughs) it was just like this individuality and I'm in my late thirties now. And I've had a couple points in my life where I was so disconnected from the person who I was and my clothing reflected that I can't like, I can pinpoint, (laughs) um, like everybody, or like most people, I had a real tough time in high school. I We did a huge move. So I grew up in Romania. 
And my mom and I moved to Canada when I was 16. So um, that shift was just, it just rocked my world. And I tried so hard to look like the girls at my high school and they were all very preppy and they were all wearing the bootcut jeans. And um, it was, it couldn't have been further from my style, but I wanted to wear it. And I remember feeling so uncomfortable in bootcut jeans when all I wanted to wear was cargo pants that were loose with sneakers and, and I think even just moving into my twenties, um, I, I tried to be everything. I think we all try to be everything in our twenties, right? Like I was like, Ooh, I'm going to do the eyeliner. I'm going to be like rock and roll. And I also want to be bohemian. Cause that like free spare thing was like huge. Right. Yeah. And, um, also like a little bit androgynous. And so my closet was just filled to the brim with all these cool stuff. I had no idea how to like really piece together, but I just like kept buying more. And (laughs) even even getting into my early and late thirties, I focused so hard into my career and what I was doing and working corporate. It's just, that's, that was who I was. And I had that wardrobe nailed down. Like I knew exactly what I needed to wear if a VP was in town. And that was the difference of me getting to have a conversation with him and him knowing absolutely everything that I need for my business because I showed up, I had presence and I looked the part. But outside of that, (laughs) it was a completely different story. And, And then with the pandemic and no longer having that identity, it was, it was all on zoom. And, you know, you slowly just kind of like you start in a collared shirt and then you're like, maybe a crew neck sweatshirt. And then by the end of it, you're like, I'm in a hoodie full on. And, (laughs) and I found myself getting really complacent with my wardrobe. I, I was at this really weird phase in my life where work was everything. But if you had asked me what I wanted to do in 10 years, it was like blank. I was like, mm. I have, I have no idea yeah. <laughs> or I don't want to say it because it's so different than the direction that I'm going in. And so I just, I felt like I was like, well, hold on a sec. Did I give up? <laughs> and I made this purposeful choice of I'm getting rid of so much stuff in my closet. I had a couple girlfriends over. We just, we threw out half the clothes and I started shopping completely different. Before that, I would shop. I do. I would do like the Nordstrom rack. Like I love shopping for sales because that thrift mindset that I grew up with, and you know, you buy whatever whatever jumps out at you and is exciting. And I was like, no more of that. I need to shop for how my Pinterest boards look, and my Pinterest boards in my closet were so different. And I was like, okay, like I'm really into these like minimalist hues and tones and cuts, and I want more tailoring in my life. So I got really purposeful with my wardrobe and it got to the point where I started taking a little bit more risks at work. I was like, I'm going to wear like these fun sneakers because my work, work, my work culture was, I worked for a tech startup, so you can wear anything. Um, so I had that freedom. I was like, I'm going to like tap into it a little bit more. And it got to the point where I was so excited about my wardrobe that I started posting about it. It's like, I just, I want to share this. (laughs) It's like, this is like really fun. And so late 2022 style by Brigitte was born. <laughs> I love it. And I love that story about you and your mom too. Like how wonderful, what a beautiful like start you guys like thrifting and finding these amazing finds and then sharing them with people in your life. And so, yeah, it definitely seems like this is something that was your passion and purpose maybe before you even knew. So I'm so excited that you 
took this step last year. Um, and I'm guessing that it certainly helped you feel more confident in all areas of your life to finally be in this place where like what you're wearing matches who you are on the inside. Absolutely. There's on it. It literally made me chase my dreams. <laughs> and, and if you would have told me, if you would have told me, you know, three years ago when I just like overhauled everything, if you would have said, Hey, you're going to do this and you're going to quit your job. I would have been like leggings forever. <laughs> Like, uh, no thanks. <laughs> yeah. um, but it, changing my wardrobe gave rise to this newfound confidence of like, I'm 5'11", and I always struggled with like high heels. <laughs> mm-hmm. Struggled with high heels. I have broad shoulders, struggled with that. I was like, ooh, I look manly. I can't do all these things. And working through that confidence, I've always loved heels, but I was just like too awkward to wear them. I'm like, wear the damn heels, right? Wear the damn shoulder pads. Like (laughs) the, like the body that I have is like trending (laughs) for a while. So I was like, I'm going to lean into that. Right. And I think it's so cool to just be like, even though I have this body type that society is like, and so many of the men that I used to work with and people are like, you're in heels, you're already tall. And it's like, Hey, guess what? I'm not wearing the heels for function. Like I'm not just trying to reach stuff on the top shelf. <laughs> this is my outfit. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so it gives rise to this confidence that just like makes, made me take these steps, these leaps actually mm. that I never in a million years felt confident enough to do. Mm. I love that. And I think one thing that's really shifted this summer, you know, um, with what I spoke about with Rachel and her be here now, be be her now, be here now is Ram Dass, but be her now. Like this idea of embodying this future version of yourself that has all the things that you're trying to manifest and the things that you really dream of. For me, it shifted so much to just throw out stuff that didn't really fit anymore, to throw out the things that had holes in it, to just start to take care of myself. Because my big thing was, you know, when I was a news anchor, I would put on this costume of makeup and hair and outfit and go do the thing. And I, and I always said, I play a news anchor on TV because it felt like a costume. Um, and yet when that was suddenly not part of my identity anymore, which you were talking about earlier, you know, identifying so heavily with things that we do or this career that we have, I had no fucking clue what I was doing. And I realized there were days when I was like, when was the last time I washed my hair? When was the last time I even like showered or like changed my clothes. It was, and yes, that was because of some mental issues that I was struggling with last year as well. But like when I finally started paying more attention, everything changed. So you were saying, you know, when you started to this, when you started on this path, you had the confidence to like quit your job and start your new business. And so dressing for this job, like I'd always heard dress for the job you want, but do you think it's more important to like dress for like who your soul really is, like your highest self? A hundred percent. Because whenever somebody comes to me and they're like, I have no idea what my personal style is. There's just this armor that they've put on that keeps them safe. And it's just like, hey, it's not safe for me to express who I am 
for whatever reason, right? Like there's just so much that we go through and there's so much that we went through in the past few years as humanity. And that really fucks with us. It's this like neurological response to, to fawn, to fit in. That couldn't be any more different than like what we actually need to do, which is like be in touch with ourselves. Fitting in seems like the safe thing to do, right? Like you you don't want to be left behind, right? Like the herd is going to move on and you're going to be by yourself. So having that connection with yourself is so important and it's so hard to do. And so many women, so many people aren't really willing to do that work because it's scary. I think for a lot of us, it's like, hey, is there something wrong that I have to do this work that I have to look internally I don't want to. I'm just going to like keep myself busy. I, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna like go have like wine with girlfriends instead. I'm gonna like numb this out, right? And mm-hmm. we just kind of like get into the circle, and it's like we're drinking wine with girlfriends, and we're all wearing like the same leggings and jackets over and over again. And then we're so mad that fashion like moved on without us. And you're like, ah, this isn't for us. Like, I'm. What am I supposed to do? Dress like I'm 20, and we have this like anger and this narrative forms, and it's so ugly, and it's so, you know, I can't do anything about this because clothes just aren't meant for me, um, and you know, I don't have all this money to like overhaul my wardrobe. It's going to be so expensive. Like, I have, you know, like I have a mortgage to pay and rent and all these things, um, and it's so hard to like look within. And to say like, hey, like, who am I? (laughs) Who am I? What's really going on? Right? Like, yes, there are these things. And, (laughs) you know, you can like have a mortgage and have budgets Mm -hmm. and you can still be an individual. Right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I love that you brought up all these stories that we often have, you know, around what it's like to find personal style, because that's certainly been a story that I've told myself is, oh, this is going to be so expensive for me personally. You know, I quit dieting in 2021 after two decades of eating disorders and my body has changed dramatically. Um, And so I don't know how to style this body like and it's uncomfortable for me to go to places that I used to shop and see stuff on the rack that like does not fit me. And so that for me has probably been my biggest hangup as well as the money. But looking internally and figuring out, you know, I'm worth, first of all, like spending money on what I look like within my own budget and within my own reason. And I'm worth like not fucking caring if something is like you mentioned before, like sometimes it's a size 10, sometimes it's a size 16 makes no sense, like how these sizes work. So let's talk about like, you kind of already mentioned how, yes, this is hard and also very worth it. So let's get into more nitty gritty. Like if you're someone who maybe you've got this job and you have like, you totally get how to style yourself for that job. Or maybe you're someone who like works from home and you're just kind of in a slob mode, speaking from experience, speaking from my own experience. <laughs> how, what are some of the first steps that you would suggest people do because you yourself said you threw a bunch of stuff out. Is that the first thing? Is it the closet clean out? Is it like try stuff on and if it doesn't fit, toss it? Like, where do we go first? <laughs> um, before I did my closet clean out, there was, there was a pile of personal work that I did. Um, there was, and, and I'm not saying that this is accessible to everyone. Like this definitely comes from a place of privilege because this, it, the, these were the choices that I, made throughout my life. And for me, it was, it was doing a lot of work. It was hiring a life coach. 
Mm-hmm. It was hiring a life coach. It was getting out of a relationship that I saw no future in. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of work that was happening internally and behind the scenes that wasn't really reflected. And I got to a point where I was like, hold on. The outside is not matching the inside. Yeah. <laughs> right? So I think I think even before that closet purge happens – there's an inventory of there's a an emotional inventory that needs to take place because yeah. it's really hard to um you know to like craft a map of a place that you don't know what it looks like <laughs> and knowing who you are as a person and what your values are our values change my values were so different they're so different now than they were three years ago, five years ago, right? We evolve as people and just being conscious and taking inventory of who am I right now? Like, what are the things that I care about? What are the things that are really important to me? And like, what are the hills that I'm absolutely willing to die on is so crucial to knowing what your personal style is. If you're completely numb to who you are as a person, you have no idea like what you want to throw out, what you want to keep other than like, okay, this doesn't fit me or this has like, irreparable damage to it. Like it's all, you know, jeans have like the crotch blown out. (laughs) Right. So uh, it's really, really important to decide who you are and who you're not. And, and it's something that I talk through with clients when we do an overhaul, I say, Hey, just so you know, we're not throwing these things out because they're out of style. We're throwing these out because you're no longer this person, that person (laughs) who you were got you here but she's not going to make a comeback. (laughs) So the clothes she used to wear are not going to be in anymore because that's not who, that's not who you are. Like, thank you very much. You've served a purpose. This is who I am moving forward. I love that. Yeah. I love that so much because I think sometimes you see folks who are stylists on the internet and they're talking so much about clothes, but this is the first time I've had a conversation with someone who you're talking about doing the inner work first. And that is essential. So thank you. Like, hell yes to all of that hurt. Like, and I never, and I didn't even know that that was what was going to come out when I asked you that question. So I love it. I love that idea of like finding the values. Like what are you valuing now? And now that you're saying that, you know, I've asked all these folks listening, I send, my guests some questions beforehand (laughs) so that they are prepped for our chats. And a lot of these questions are, of course, geared from my own personal experience. And just from what you just said, I'm like, wow, this answers all of my questions about what my own personal style is because I know my own values. I know what matters to me. And so, yeah, that was mind blowing. I'm just sitting here like, fuck. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. Look at the people, the women around you, completely different. And there's so much that we don't know what's happening, right? Like we know there's, there are things behind the scenes, but it gives, it gives me compassion when I look around of like what's going on. Because before I used to do this work, I would judge. I still judge, but I would judge a lot more (laughs) before. And I'd be like, what are you wearing? But it's just like, I understand that there's there's a psychological aspect that like the work hasn't been done or like the work is in process of doing and she just hasn't like tied the ends together yet, mm-hmm. right? And um, going going through that is so important and it is so rare 
that somebody hires me because they just want better clothes. The clients I work with just got through a divorce and are just starting to date. They're <laughs> they're campaigning for a new career. They're starting their own business. They're opening, like they're expanding their business. They're, you know, now attending like different functions. Like their kids have grown up and they're getting back in touch with themselves. There's always, there's always a transformation that's happened that makes them realize, hold on a sec, <laughs> this work isn't done. Like let's, let's finish it all up. And it's, it's a real emotional process. There's, it's, it's a mini therapy session. I'm not a therapist. This is above my pay grade, but we, we sit, I sit in women's closets and things get emotional because it's, it's so deeply tied in and connected to who they are. And it's a process of letting go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can imagine. I mean, I'm getting emotional thinking about it just now. It's like we tie up so many stories and there are so many wounds with the clothes that we either have in our closet that we haven't looked at in two years or when we go into the store and we think nothing is going to fit me or we're like, this is who I want to be. But like, how do I get to that? So, yeah. How yeah. fascinating that something that seems from the outside looking in like a very you know, fashion is very, in a lot of ways, materialistic. It's a very, like even shallow, right? But like the approach that you're coming to it from is so authentic and so personal development laced that it's like the style is just the byproduct of like you helping people feel their most authentic, most confident selves. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I would, I would, I would not dream. Like there isn't a world in where I don't approach it that way. Like hands down, I'm just, I'm such an advocate for personal development and personal growth and putting that work in that it has to, it, it's one of my values. It ties into my work and, and the client, and as a result, it's, it's so much of what I put out on social media and I tailor my content in a very, very careful manner. I choose my words and and I reflect that. Um, and I, it has to be that way for me because it's going to, that's what ends up with a great result. Like that is yeah. what a win is going to look like. Um, styling, it cannot be a band-aid to try and like fix something that's not working because it won't do that. <laughs> and, and it's going to be hell for me and it's going to be a disappointment for the person who's expecting more out of it. And you, you mentioned, and this is something that I, I just thought of, but you mentioned going into stores and not finding the things that fit. And it's, you, we kind of have to date fashion. Like we have to go on dates with these stores and you want to date with someone and you're like, Hey, you're just like not a fit for me. You're not going to go and change <laughs> like who you are. You're like, uh, so that's going to be a pass for me. Who's next? That's going to be a better fit. And we have to treat clothes that way. Like they have to like meet our standards, not the other way around, right? Like where a pair of shoes doesn't fit, you ask for the size up versus a pair of pants doesn't fit. And it's like the end of the world in that change room because like we put so, we attach so much meaning to that number Mm -hmm. and like, 
thank you, next. <laughs> yeah. Well, now I'm just sitting here like, oh, God. So in the same regard, if we're dating these stores, I would never go back to someone who was shitty. Like, but why am I still trying to go to Target to find clothes <laughs> that don't fit me? Maybe it'll be different this time. Uh-huh. That- <laughs> They've changed. Well, you know? They've changed. <laughs> They, yeah. Oh my goddess. That is, wow. So many fun nuggets of truth. So and, dating yeah. styles, dating stores and yeah, like the whole meaning. And that's such a diet culture thing too. And such a societal programming thing too, about like the thinness, like being thin is like the number one thing. A lot of people want their clothes to say about them. Yeah. Like truthfully, right? that's it. Like we're so much more than that so much more. So let's talk a little bit more about like the nitty gritty. Right. And I don't even honestly want to talk about it that much because now it's like, we've gone so far from the questions I sent you, but like, yeah. Wow. So what about like, let's say that somebody's coming to you or someone's listening to this and they've been doing a lot of their own inner work. We'll just use me as an example. Yeah. I've done a fuckload of inner work, lots of therapy to go to process the eating disorders, the body image. Like I have a body image coach, all of those things. And yet still, <laughs> when I go shopping, the idea in my head and my Pinterest board and the things that end up in my shopping cart, they're just not the same, right? Like I tend to navigate and gravitate towards black as like a choice, like a safety choice. And I think it's because as a kid, I just found like that was very chic and it was yes, slimming and also easy. Now as someone who like, if I'm going to say the job I want, it's to be a witch in the woods, like just weird, wild, free boho. But yet that still doesn't always come to the shopping cart. Like when I'm picking Mm -hmm. stuff. So is that like a, is that a mind fuck of my own? Or is that something that clients that you also work with, like have this thing they, they, like their safety choices. Like how do you get over mm-hmm. safety choices if like that's not who you are anymore? Right. So I like to keep the safety there because it's it's going to be really tough to pull the rug out of somebody, yeah. out of somebody, pull the rug out from underneath somebody. Sometimes you got to pull it out of somebody. Um, yeah. But <laughs> we look at we look at, you know, what, what that safety zone is and what it represents. And we look at, like, let's say we look at your body. Like, tell me, like, tell me the things that you absolutely love about it. And tell me the things that you're like, mm, I'm just like, you know, I'm, I'm, I have clients who are like, I'm a feminist. I get it. Like, I don't have shame, but like, I hate my stomach. I'm like, cool. Yeah. Like, let's not put you in low rise and crop tops then. Like, sound good? Sound good. Yeah. And so where do we go from? where your body is now and how do we, how do we showcase the parts that you absolutely love about it? And then we talk about color as well, right? So let's say you're not standing up, but let's say you've got like a super curvy lower half of your body. Well, in that case, let's play off of that safety and like, okay, like we're not going to go from black pants all the time to like, now we're doing white pants, right? But like, maybe we keep the area that you're not really ready to feel super proud of in its safety zone. And then we look at, okay, like how do we, how do we balance out your body with adding some volume to your upper body to where your lower body doesn't like 
scream like here's the curvy part right mm-hmm. even though that can be cool um yeah. so how do we how do we add like a puffy shoulder to where you're like hey like now all of a sudden i'm in balance with the shoulders and the hips and everything like the waist is kind of looking snatched right and areas of your body that where you're comfortable maybe that's where we start adding in a color and we don't go like <laughs> full on like print but we can go of like okay, well, let's pick like a taupey color as mm-hmm. a bodysuit and then like still pick a black jacket. But we just like start putting in these like earthy tones and things that you can find like in the forest, right? The places that usually where you're the happiest are the places that we want to reflect and grab that feeling and put it into our clothes to where, how can you feel free? How can you feel like, you're a witch in the woods, right? And maybe maybe we keep that black, but let's look at some different textures of that black. Like, can we make it more organic, right? It's like, can we add some like linens and can we add some twill? What about the tailoring and the lines? Like, can we play with the proportions a little bit more to where an outfit feels more fun and maybe feels more like your Pinterest board? I love like diving into someone's Pinterest board and being like, how do we make that happen? Because that's, it's really fun to recreate a vision that you have. So mimicking that feeling that you get from outdoors and getting your clothes to give you that feeling. And it's so much more than your clothes, right? Like, what are you, like, what are you doing with your nails? Like, how are you doing your hair? Hair theory is huge right now. And yeah. it just like, it contributes so much to an outfit, right? And I think like, we're just so comfortable with like a top knot, right? Cause we've been doing yeah. that for years, but like, why don't we like move that top knot to like a low bun? <laughs> right. Yeah. And why don't we try and like shake things up a little bit and see how that feels, right? Get curious and play. Um, and, and that's something that I love about fast fashion is there's, there's like a very small barrier to entry when it comes to like, Hey, I'm going to like try out this trend And I'm not going to do it with like a huge price tag to where I'm going to invest a whole bunch of money in it. And then turns out I actually like don't like it, but you can try and play a little bit and infuse some personality into your shoes, right? Like we rarely feel self-conscious about like the size of our feet and things like that. Like, why don't we like, why don't we fun up the shoes? And then we just, we add these little sprinkles of, fun and vibrancy into our outfit until it feels a little bit more natural to kind of go to like, okay, phase two, I'm going to start buying lighter color pants. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And I love the whole idea of thinking about like where you feel most comfortable and how that can be reflected in your clothes too. Um, So how can folks work with you? How can they learn from you? What offers do you have? What ways are you supporting people? Absolutely. I'm really active on social media. Um, I'm styled by Brigitte on both Instagram and TikTok. And if you're ready to just like really jump in and say, I am in, I need the shakeup. I have no idea where to start. We do what I call a style overhaul. And we go through every single piece in your closet. And by the time we're done with it, you have a downloadable guide on how to wear everything in your closet as part of at least one outfit. We shop for new pieces. We talk about what works for your body, where you can shop, what the brands are within your budget that fit exactly your body type. So I teach you how to shop and I teach you how to 
piece things together according to your personal style. So you're going to feel more like yourself by the time you're done with something like that, rather than, hey, I'm just playing dress up. My stylist made me wear this. <laughs> so so that's the overhaul. That's the full meal deal. And then I do these mini styling sessions. So if let's say you've kind of done an overhaul and you like most of the things in your closet, but you have a vacation that you want to plan for or some event is happening to where you're like, hey, I just need like a handful of new pieces, infuse some new life, and I need to know how to wear them, then we do a styling session. And that can be both virtual or in person. So that's that's more of the traditional kind of what you would think that a personal shopper would do for you. But that still happens with, that still starts with your personal style and figuring out, okay, what's in your closet? Like, what do you gravitate towards? And then working off of that. I love it. Well, I will put all of those links in the show notes below. Anything else that you want to share that I didn't ask you? I think, you know, like when it comes to, when it comes to style and when it comes to confidence, it's, if this is, if this is a new area for you, there are, nothing is going to work as well as surrounding yourself with people who are supportive. Like nothing shatters your confidence than that sort of friend who's like, what are you wearing? Um, (laughs) And so curating the people who you're surrounding yourself with, because this is a transformation. So finding that right support system, who's going to support you in this time when like you're trying some new things out and you need someone to be like, cool, like you look confident in that. It's so important. I can't not stress the importance of that. So find your people. Find your people. Brigitte, thank you so much for coming on the show and giving us all these amazing details. Thanks, Leslie. This was so fun. (laughs) I hope you loved that episode. I just really felt so seen by Brigitte. And so if you're someone who is looking for this type of inspiration as well, I'll put all of her links in the show notes below, including her IG, her TikTok, that virtual store. You can connect with me on social media at Leslie Draffin and at the Light Within Podcast. Shoot me an email, hello at lesliedraffin.com. I would love to hear from you. Also, remember, the best and easiest way for you to support the podcast is by rating it, reviewing it, downloading it, sharing it with somebody that you love, someone who would find inspiration from today's conversation or any of the conversations we've had over the past two plus years. I would really love it. It would mean so much to me if you would share this episode today. Thank you so much for spending some time with me today. I hope you have a wonderful week. And remember, there's no light without darkness, but there's no darkness without light. I'll see you next time.